0: Welcome to the podcast from Church of the Nazarene. Please subscribe to this podcast for the latest updates and new episodes. And you can also search for the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. We also invite you to join us each Sunday morning at 9 on our YouTube channel or Facebook Live. You can also join us in person at 9 or 1030 for our English services or 1145 for our Spanish service. We also invite you to join Celebrate Recovery every Monday night at 630. Thanks for listening. An angel came to see
1: Mary. She was doing laundry. And then the angel disappeared and she was really scared. So Gabriel was like, Mary, you're gonna have like I can't I can say it good. Mary, you're gonna have a baby. I, you're gonna have a baby and you will call him Jesus. And then Mary was like, I'm not gonna have a baby yet, I'm only. Teenager, not married. Then the angel Gabriel told Joseph that Mary is not lying. She you are having a new baby. And so they met up. They went to Bethlehem, which was Joseph's old town. They ride a donkey. Oh yeah. <laughs> a camel! Oh yeah, a camel. She said. This donkey's fast. They tried to go to a hotel and they asked the keeper um for a place to stay. The keeper said, "We have no rooms, literally no rooms." <laughs> so Mary and Joseph walked away sadly. But then he said, "The only place in here in Bethlehem that that you can stay, stay is a stable." And then. He just pointed the way and they followed. When the shepherds were taking care of the sheep, and then they saw angels. The angels said, A new baby is get, getting born who is king of the Jews. The angel was singing. Glorious. And then the shepherd said, I think we should go there and meet him." The second, I think, said, yeah, I agree with you. And the other said, yeah, me too. They had to walk through a bunch of grass and bushes, maybe have to camp out a night. And then the wise man heard about it. And then a star appeared. We should probably follow that star. It's pointing down to the barn so maybe we should follow it. Maybe. So the wise men went to Jesus. They gave them gifts. A stuffed animal, like a hippo one. They have at home. Some diapers and some <laughs> wipes, and some milk, some shoes, some Jordans. Gold, Frank and Latimer. And I don't know how I would survive in that barn. Too stinky, too crowded, and ugh. I think... He probably pooped because the room was very smelly. Thank you for coming. He's adorable. He's gonna be our best friend. I love you, and you're the best baby I ever seen. There, I said it. <laughs> the new baby is gonna change the world.
0: The world. Well, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We are so blessed that you would join with us this afternoon uh, as we celebrate this Christmas season. My name is Adrian. I have the privilege of serving as lead pastor here at Church of the Nazarene. Is anybody else wondering the gifts that you will open? Any kids in the room wondering what you're going to get when you open gifts this Christmas? Any big kids in the room, adults wondering? Yeah, it's okay, right? Christmas has always been about gifts. We don't really have to apologize for that. And we spend a lot of time during this season thinking about gifts, talking about gifts, planning, getting the right gifts for the right people on our list, right? Well, I, uh, we've been talking a lot about gifts around here this Christmas season. And I each, each week through the Advent season, I've been bringing a gift with me. And so I brought the tiniest little gift today. And it's not a gift for me, but it is a gift that will help symbolize um, the gift that I want to talk about tonight, this Christmas season. And so I'm going to open it for you. Uh, and you may not totally understand, but as we talk a little bit more tonight, I think it'll make a little bit more sense. This is the tiniest little pair of baby socks. It's okay to say, oh, there were a few people last at all. And I just cannot imagine, I've got four kiddos, I cannot imagine when their feet were this tiny in this little, I had a couple parents that came up to me afterwards and said, when their feet are that tiny, no one even bothers to put socks on them because they will not stay. I think we had the dog ate a few of these back in the day, but I, w- I want to talk to you tonight, not really about socks, but I want to use these socks to help illustrate the gift that we're talking about tonight. I remember, I remember uh, my grandma, uh, my grandma Thompson, almost every Christmas, I knew what she was giving uh, I got a little bit older where I think maybe I convinced her, my mom convinced her, like, giving us money was okay. So I knew she was going to give us money. That was good. She gave us a calendar, which I was always like, thanks, Grandma. It's a great calendar. And she always, always, always gave us socks. Socks. Now, not even like the cool socks that I wanted, like black dress socks, which for a 10-year-old boy does not give you a lot of joy. But I, with my biggest smile, thanks, Grandma, another pair of black socks. So uh, when I think about socks at Christmas, I have a little bit of PTSD, but I promise um, that's, not, that's not what we're talking about tonight either. Uh, we have been talking about the gifts, not really the gifts under your tree, although those are awesome, not the gifts that Amazon brings to your door. I love that. But we're talking about the Christmas gifts, the gifts available to us through Jesus. And tonight, we really want to talk about the greatest gift, the greatest gift available to us this Christmas. And it's really the reason that we gather uh, tonight. In Matthew chapter 1, it says this. It's behind me on the screen. But these are the words uh, in Matthew chapter 1 as we hear about uh, the arrival of our Savior. It says this, this is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to law, yet he did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had mind to divorce her quietly. But after he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David... Don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to name him Jesus. And then I want you, I read all of that to get to this part. I want you to, I want you to hear this tonight. He will save his people from their sins. Why? Why Christmas? Why do we celebrate this night? What, what is this really about? It's about Jesus. And why, why Jesus? Why did he come? To save his people from their sins. He came so that no one, no one would ever have to be lost in sin ever again. This past week, I was out at the store, which I know is a, a very brave thing to do this time of year, right? Uh, hopefully, if you're here, you're done with that. You, you've done all the store things, I hope, for your sake. Um, and, but this season, this time of year, is just busy and hectic. And I don't know about you, but when I go into any store for any reason, I just have I'm, I'm survival mode, you know? I want to get in, I want to get out, I've got my list. All right, let's see, you know, and I'm just, I'm not trying to talk to anybody. I'm not trying to just get what I need to get and get out and survive. Can anybody else relate to that experience? A few of us can. So I was this past week just at a store gathering a couple things. I had the day off gathering a couple things for us for our Christmas celebration. And I was there in the aisle kind of searching for what I needed. And then I heard just over my shoulder the most beautiful sound. Now, when I describe the sound to you, you may not think it's beautiful, but I'm just going to tell you, in that moment, for whatever reason, it captivated me. And I was at Martin's, so it's not a spiritual place, okay? But, but I'm just there to tell you, in the middle of the aisle, I heard over my shoulder the beautiful cry of a baby. Now, I've, we've had some babies in our home, and I know that that middle-of-the-night cry is not so beautiful because you want to sleep, and you're like, oh. But it wasn't like that. It wasn't an angry cry. It wasn't a get-me-the-heck-out-of-here kind of cry. It, it, and, I, and I peered over. I, I tried to be really careful because I know if I have a baby and crying, I don't want everybody looking at me, you know, but I just peer over my shoulder enough to see a mom doing her shopping, and her baby is literally wrapped. I don't know, whatever that thing is. You, like, wear your baby, right, wrapped up close to her. And this baby... He's crying, but not the desperate cry of, get me out of here, I'm hungry, I'm 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 over Christmas. It's just this innocent little cry of a baby that that had to be so little. And it was almost a cry just saying, Mom, hold me close. Mom, I, I, I see you. I'm right here, Mom. And I just can't explain it except to say I got a little bit choked up right there in the aisle at Martin's hearing this beautiful little cry of a baby. I was thinking a little bit about that idea of new life. Why, why did Jesus come like this? You've heard the story. We've seen it. We read, Julie read about it. We saw it uh, displayed in kind of a funny manner. But why, why like this? I mean, if God wanted to send his son, he's God. Couldn't he have just come as a 30-year-old, like just a chariot, send him down here and he can start doing his Jesus things? Why like this? I I don't know all of the reasons, but but here's one. I think at least once a year, God would want to remind us to look into a manger like this and remember that Christmas is about new life. That God chose to send his son like this, as innocent and helpless and beautiful as that cry of a new baby is so that we would be reminded of new life. The gift I want to talk to you about for just a minute tonight is new life. that That's the story of Christmas. That's the gift. If you hear exactly what Matthew's account of the angel coming and speaking to Joseph, he was telling him that this baby, this child will save his people from their sins. This, this baby will bring new life. It's the greatest gift. You may say, well, Matthew 1 says he'll save his people. What do they need saving from? Well, the truth is, ever since the beginning of time, that all of us, we are sinners. That's our nature. Our nature is sin. Our nature is bent towards selfishness. And on our own, we can't save ourselves. We can't do anything about that. No matter how good we are, No matter how hard we try, we can't save ourselves. We needed a Savior, and that's why Jesus came. He came to bring us new life. Later, this baby would grow up. We we know that. We read it in, in the Scripture, and this is what it says in John chapter 10. Jesus says, this little baby, right? He grows up, and he says these words, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. If you ask Jesus why he came, you know what Jesus would say? I came so they, you, 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 so you could have life, eternal life, but, but have life today, more and more and more life than you ever thought possible. I guess my question for you tonight is, are you, are you experiencing that kind of life? It's really easy. It's really easy for our lives to feel a lot more like Survival if i could just get through some of you honestly this christmas season you're just trying to get through i understand that i can relate to that but this new life came so that we could experience the new life of jesus life that's not just about surviving but john 10:10 10, 10, jesus said life to the full And so tonight you and I have an opportunity and and we're going to worship some more in a minute and we're going to close later on by by lighting candles and singing. I love that. I love the beauty of what that that signifies. But tonight is really about new life. And the truth is all of us have the opportunity to receive. I, I hope someone gives you a gift this season and you get to do the thing where you open it and Sometimes we get a little old, and and we're like, we don't know what to do, and we don't know how to, oh, you shouldn't have. Why did you do this? I didn't get you Some. We have to learn sometimes to receive. And so tonight, I want to invite you, wherever you are, wherever you came from, no matter what you know about Jesus or what you don't, I want to invite you to receive the gift, the greatest gift that could ever be given for you. So the band is coming, and they're going to help us. We're going to continue to worship but as they come, I'm going to invite you. Would you close your eyes for a minute? And you say, why, why do we got to do that? Well, I don't know about you. I get, I get real distracted, especially on Christmas. It's the best season. And there's a lot of things to be excited about. And there's a, a lot of things maybe you're doing after this or tomorrow or throughout the season. But for, for just a minute, could you, could you close your eyes and remove distraction? And tonight, I just want to invite you to receive the gift of his life. Maybe you've never received that gift or maybe your life right now feels a lot like survival and Jesus speaks of life to the full. And so tonight I just wanna give you the opportunity to receive that gift. If you'd like to, right where you are, you can just pray along with me. You don't have to stand up. You don't have to get out of your seat. You don't have to pray out loud. You don't have to do anything, but you can pray along with me in your heart. Jesus, thank you for the gift, the gift that you bring to us this Christmas, the gift of new life, that we don't have to figure out this life on our own, that we don't have to just try harder (laughs) to figure it out on our own. You came to be our Savior and to give us New life, And tonight, we choose to receive your life. I pray in this season and beyond that you would give us life, life to the full, life that you, you taught about Jesus. And I pray that that could be our reality, no matter our circumstances, no matter what difficulties we're facing in these days, that we could receive your gift, your gift of life. So I pray for the one in the room that feels lonely or afraid or hopeless or uncertain that this Christmas they would receive your gift. We don't deserve it, and we really can't pay any. It's it's priceless, but it's a gift that you offered for free on our behalf. And so this Christmas we receive your gift. Thank you, Jesus, for life, life to the full. We worship you now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening today. Go ahead and subscribe to our channel for updates and new episodes. And if you have any questions about our church or ministries, go ahead and email us at infocotnaz.org. At